What's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, CO3 Perspectives. Stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, hey, hey. So I have a new episode. Uh, I know it's been a while, but uh, I have a topic I'd like to share with you all. And so for today's topic, we're going to be discussing can women have authority over men or teach men in the church? And so just before I begin, I want to make it clear that I am not a Baptist and I didn't grow up Baptist or anything of that nature. And there's nothing wrong with being Baptist. But uh, many times when people hear people speak up basically saying um, women cannot teach, they automatically assume you're Baptist or Baptist affiliated when that is not the case here. So I just want to state that. But um, Baptists are, for those who don't know, it's a denomination within the Christian faith, uh, Eastern Orthodox specifically, I believe. Uh, I mean, not Eastern Orthodox, Protestant uh, faith that, um, you know, Baptists believe that women um, do not teach and have the authority to teach and have authority over men, you know, in the church, in a nutshell. Uh, and so basically, um, I'm going to be discussing this topic. Now, for me, this is something I grew up with skewed perspective on. Um, and what I mean by that is I grew up basically believing that women could do everything a man could in the church and they, there was no differences um because of Galatians 328 I was taking it out of context um and just basically that you know what we do they can do because of the culture I was raised up in and also what I was taught from the church but as I dive deeper into the word of God and begin to study for myself I found out um not that I'm going to be a Baptist but that what they believe is true according to the word of God and um those convictions and obedience to the word of God is necessary to follow. Um, so first off, I wanted to bring in many scriptures that shows us from the Bible and then also lay that foundation for uh, why men have authority over women and um, how how God set all this into order. Um, and so I'm going to start off basically with breaking this down from the Bible. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 34 through 38. I'm going to be reading most of these verses out of NLT uh, translation. And it reads at verse 34, women should be silent during church meetings. It is not proper for them to speak. They should be submissive, just as the law says. Verse 35, if they have any questions, they should ask their husbands at home, for it is improper for women to speak in church meetings. Verse 36, or do you think God's word originated with you, Corinthians? Are you the only ones to whom it was given? If you claim to be a prophet or think you are spiritual, you should recognize that what I'm saying is a command from the Lord himself. Verse 38. But if you do not recognize this, you yourself will not be recognized. So off the rip, right off the jump, right off the bat, we hear Paul speaking to the church of Corinth. Um, explaining church order and what women um, should not be doing in the church. And um, it's basically saying you should be silent and different things like that. They should, and they should be submissive, uh, just as the law says in verse 34. 
And that word law, sometimes people may think it means the law of the Old Testament or law of the New Testament. But law in this sense was generally used for scripture. So that's what Paul's alluding to there when he's just generally using it just for the term scripture. But um, so, uh, yeah, that sets the foundation. And many will argue against this excerpt from the Bible that it was only written to the people of Corinth. When really... Paul also says to Timothy um, in 1 Timothy 2, 11 through 14, the exact same things. But he goes in detail, right? And I'm going to get to that in a minute. But I wanted to highlight in verse 36 through 38, he says, do you think this originated with you Corinthians? Like with a question mark, like, absolutely not. Are you only ones to whom it was given? Of course not. If you claim to be spiritual or call yourself a prophet, you know, you should recognize what he's saying. He says a command from the Lord himself, point blank. That means not Paul's words, but these are God's words, speaking through Paul, right? And he said, if you don't recognize this, you yourself will not be recognized. But I want to jump down to 1 Timothy 2, 11 through 14, which reads, Women should learn quietly and submissively. I do not let women teach men or have authority over them. Let them listen quietly. For God made Adam first, and afterward he made Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived by Satan. The woman was deceived, and sin was the result. So in this excerpt, we learn that, again, women should learn quietly and submissively, like Paul said earlier, um, and that they should not teach or have authority over men. He says that clear as day. You know, there's no interpretation needed needed for this um, but it's so clear as day um, and he goes back to the creation story he said for God made Adam first and afterward he made Eve and it was not Adam who was deceived by Satan the woman was deceived and sin was the result so he gives us the Genesis chapter 3 account where we learn where Eve gets deceived by the serpent and another foundation we're going to lay is that you notice in that instant when they ate from the fruit Eve ate from the fruit, right? But nothing happened until Adam ate from the fruit, which means Adam had authority. And therefore, um, sin has entered the world because God's given Adam the authority, not Eve. Eve was made from his um, his rib, you know? It's literally called one man, you know? And she's the helpmate. How can someone who was made from someone else be the leader? She is the one who comes alongside the one who was ordained and Chosen by God to lead, right? And therefore, women cannot come and lead men of God. You know, it's just out of order when your role as a man is to lead. Just as in the household, generally men are to lead. Men are the ones who are supposed to lead, to be honest. But and when a man is not leading, you can see a house out of order. You can see a nation crumbled if a man is not leading it doesn't matter your ethnic background it doesn't matter if the man is not leading you see issues right um and doesn't mean a a a, a single mother cannot endure things i'm not saying and speaking in these areas i'm sleep, i'm simply speaking from a leadership and authoritative position given by god to man and specifically, this is in a meeting in a worship service setting, right? All right, so where can women teach? 
So some argue Titus chapter 2, verses 4 through 5, which says, I mean, Titus chapter 2, verses 3 through 5, which says, Similarly, teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others to be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children, to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, to do good, and to be submissive to their husbands. Then they will not bring shame on the word of God. So some believe that women can teach because of this verse in Titus, but that it is more so for them teaching women, you know. Um, women are allowed to teach women and children, but they are not allowed to teach over men. Um, and so I'm kind of on the fence about this verse, to be honest, I'm kind of still studying, um, because it says women can't teach, period, right? But now it's saying women could teach, it's just in a setting and with a group of people. So this is interesting and something I'm going to keep studying. You know, you guys tell me your thoughts on that and exactly what's going on here with this Titus chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. Um, but yeah, so the other aspect, we talked a lot about teaching and a little bit on a little bit on authority. Um, but now we're going to dive deeper into this authority uh, aspect. Can women have authority over men? Um, so. Personally, I think it is not supported in our creation story or in marriage from the Bible. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 21 through 24, in the NLT, it says, And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. I love how off the rip it says, submit to one another, right? Many times we hear women submit to your husbands, but we don't hear the other aspects, right? Well, husbands have to submit to their wives, right? And in here, I believe this submit really shows a sense of honoring basically one another. But anyways, uh, verses 22, 22 through 24 says, For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. God created Adam before Eve. How can the woman who is the helpmate Lead the individual who was built and commanded by God to lead. You know, that's what I said earlier. So it's basically that, you know, God created Adam before Eve. You know, how can a woman who was to help me lead the individual who was built and commanded by God to lead? It's not it's not possible. You know, um, it's not it's out of order. Let's just say that from the creation story, like, like we alluded. God created Adam first. And Paul made that clear. Timothy. And therefore, he was given authority. Um, and aside from that, notice how they call Jesus the second Adam. He has to now take back authority. God did not come make Jesus a woman, though, though I believe he very much could have. He made Jesus a man because Adam was a man. And he took back authority as a man, um, which alludes to his creation story, you know, his or, his plan, you know. So First Corinthians eleven, First Corinthians chapter eleven, 
verse 3 and verses 8 through 9 and verses 11 through 12. I'm going to read. I want you to listen closely and carefully. Listen to this in verse 3. But there is one thing I want you to know. The head of every man is Christ. The head of the head of woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. For the first man didn't come from woman, but the first woman came from a man. And man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. But among the Lord's people, women are not independent of man, and men are not independent of woman. For although the first woman came from man, every other man was born from a woman, and everything comes from God. I love how it sums it up just off the rip like that. But as you can see, some key points in here say the first man didn't come from woman, but the first woman came from man. And man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. And I love, I was basically saying, you know, man were made first. Um, and, 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 and women came from man, but and through this all, all men come through a woman. So, uh, and everything comes from God. But again, in these verses, it laid the foundation with verse 3 saying, the head, of, the head of every man is Christ, and the head of woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. So powerful, so big, so great. Um, and it's just showing authority, you know, basically showing order. Because even then, it shows that Christ, God has more God has given Christ authority, and God has authority over Christ. You know, he says the head. Um, so you got to know the role you're operating in. Christ even operated in his role, and men has to learn their roles through the Bible and the lenses of God. And women has to do the same. And there are plenty of roles for women, but I'm just, for this sake of the, the uh, recording, I'm just sharing the authority and them teaching and things that they cannot operate in, and also how they should conduct themselves in a sense in their role um but this is countercultural, like i said so different um from what we used to what i was growing up seeing in america at least um and i don't know if it started from the feminist movement um but uh probably not but this is something that we believe like oh man women could do the same thing you know as the times come to an end and this world becomes more wicked. They're going to blur the gender roles. It's going to blur the gender identity. They're going to blur a lot of things that defy God. But the people of God, knowing that we're set apart from the world, this makes sense that God has set us apart and given us a command and a way to follow and a way to worship and a way to live. So we must abide in that. So what should we take from this? Basically, God has placed man in authority to lead his people, which is countercultural in America, you know. Where everything is permissible. This does this does not mean that women cannot serve in church. Example like singing, praying, you know, being an usher, piano player, you know, it doesn't mean you can't serve. It's just emphasized that it just emphasizes that they cannot teach the word of God to the congregation. This is not man's words, but God's, as Paul has made this clear earlier, you know. And um as far as authority. Authority by definition means the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Men have been given this authority in the church, and that does not mean men are superior and women are inferior. It just simply means this is the role that we are to operate in as the people of God. 
So as you see, as we wrap this up, um, men and women have a role and God has given us these roles. And so we do not operate in them. We do not abide in them. We have disobeying the word of God. It's not based on feelings. It's the word of God. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and this recording. I just want to share that with you all. Share it with a friend. Tell me you guys' thoughts and hope to hear from y'all soon. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, what's good, everyone? I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode from the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, share with someone, and just stay in the loop. You know, you can contact me and find me on Instagram at CO3Officially. I hope to see you in the next episode and hope to hear from you. You can also reach me on Facebook at Clarence Oliver III, and I'd like to hear your thoughts. Stay in the loop. Stay blessed. Until next time. Peace.